are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dragon Ball Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science family of manga podcasts. I'm Jim. I'm your host, and we're going to get into this here chapter. This is a big one, very important. Uh, By the end, I was wondering going into this, because pretty much by the end of chapter 19, the last chapter, you end up having the Dragon Balls gathered. You ended up having Lord Pilaf seemingly winning the day and will summon the dragon Shenlong and say, hey, I want to rule the world. Kind of like Curtis Blow did back in the day, if anybody likes early 80s rap. But still, you end up with all that going on and wonder, how is this book going to continue? You can't possibly have this go on, even though you could. In that, you have to remember that the rules of the game here are if you use the seven Dragon Balls to gather up and summon Shen Long, you do make your wish and then they're scattered. They still end up going away again. We'll get a little more of the rules in this issue or chapter that end up making it even more head-scratching of what's going on. But I kind of can look when I read these right out of the shonen jump app and i see that the series goes on for a while it doesn't end here so something has to happen there has to be some twist or turn here and we do get it but it is tale 20 just one wish and here is a little narration to start things and then we'll talk just really quickly about what led us to this point but it says the reich pilaf's recipe for absolute power take one dragon ball of their own all right you get the dragon ball you have it there Mixed with six stolen from our heroes. Okay, we got that. And then summon the dragon Shenlong, and the world is cooked. That's the recipe. I wish it actually said, and call me in the morning, right? It reminds me, I ended up watching a bunch of the super yummy YouTube channel videos. They're the worst recipes you've ever seen. They don't make sense, but the comment section is solid gold. I suggest going there. But here we go. Dragon Ball. I'm a little scattered tonight. But when we end up starting this, the lead into it was that, unfortunately, our heroes, they got captured by Lord Pilaf. They're in a cell. He was able to get the Dragon Ball. That was the last remaining one, that it was Goku. He says the Grandpa Ball. That was taken from him to allow then Lord Pilaf to summon this. Now, in the meantime, you had Goku use the Kamahamaha and blow a hole in the cell to the outside so they can peek and look to see what's going on they kind of thought it would be bigger and they could escape but they couldn't but in the meantime puar and oolong they ended up shape-shifting into bats bats with you know a cat head and and a pig head because that's how things work and they end up going out to try to stop this the play was go grab the dragon balls try to stop this but they're too late the dragon is Summon Shenlong is summoned looks awesome I mean so impressive and awesome and pretty much says all right I'm here what's your wish what's going on what is the wish whatever you ask that's what you get of course Lord Pilaf is just giggling oh my god it's it's gonna be great he's gonna end up well for him it's gonna end up where he's gonna give the wish but you end up where Shenlong not giving a monkey paw type situation which I thought you might but he says 
Reflect upon your desires, mortals, for I shall grant any wish, but only one. Back in the cell, you do have Goku, Bulma, and Yamcha. They're looking and like, oh, man, we didn't do it. We're stuck here. It's already been summoned. It's over. It's funny because what you need in a moment like this is somebody who thinks outside the box. Because in that, yeah, Lord Pilaf has summoned Shenlong, but that doesn't mean that it necessarily has to be his wish. This isn't the idea of ownership. He just comes and, hey, anybody who wants a wish, I'm here, one wish, one wish only, but whatever. And so in that, you have Pilaf, and I can imagine the play of this is Pilaf is so happy with himself and, and so, not beside himself, but so proud of his susness of how he ended up getting this to play out that he's being very dramatic with it and like, Okay, right. The wish. And he's about to say it. And in that, the one person who thinks outside the box, of course, it has to be my favorite character, Oolong, who ends up while he's watching, he's like, oh, man, this isn't good. We should just disappear. And you end up him and Puar. And Puar's like, yeah, I think so. We should get out of here. I mean, there's problems. But all of a sudden, Oolong has maybe one of the greatest epiphanies any character in anything has ever had because he's about to skedaddle we've set it up great Toriyama has pretty much throughout this whole series up until now showed you that not only will Oolong run at the drop of a dime but he knows exactly how to do it and where to go I mean he knows the exit strategy no matter where he is but instead of running he ends up thinking he's like whoa hang on there what if I say something first I said, he's thinking outside the box. Everybody's given up as if it's a given that it's already done. Oh, man, Lord Pilaf summoned Shenlong. It's done. He's going to get his wish. But what does happen if you yell out a wish before? I mean, it only seems to be that Shenlong has to hear the wish, and there you go. So in that, it's, it's a weird combo wish because you end up where, and I wish that it played out somewhat different than this. Almost in the idea, maybe it would be fun to have this weird wonky you know amalgam of a wish and at the end you're like i don't know what happened did it work and maybe there could be some play there but we're not doing that and i'm not writing the manga so i don't know why i'm going that route but you end up where lord pilaf says okay i wish to rule and then oolong in a really really good drawn panel of him just yelling you know pretty much stepping on the toes or stealing the thunder of lord pilaf the panties off a hot babe. There it is. Boom. And I love the idea because you have that deal. And in that, May looks around like, what? You have Pilaf. He's all like, what the heck just happened? Everybody's upset. And I think that Shenlong the dragon here is like, what did, what did you say? That's your wish? Like the amount of time and effort to get these dragon balls. I think Shenlong himself and probably has gone through a lot of these wishes up until this point. He's probably just sitting like, all right, then that's that's about the oddest one that I've heard so far. But hey, a wish is a wish. Rules are rules. And as everybody's just like, what? You end up having Oolong still in a stance because when he yelled it, he like punched his one fist forward. He's still in the stance and from the cosmos ends up coming down, fluttering going one pair of undies 
presumably from a hot babe. So and and then land right on the face of Oolong as if it's Steven Tyler in concert with Aerosmith. That's what happens. He's got to dodge this stuff constantly. The guy, that's why he keeps in shape, dodging the panties. But yeah, and then you end up having Shenlong goes, all right, your wish is granted. Fare thee well. I'm out of here. Sayonara, suckers. And as he disappears, the big boom and a, a light flash and the dragon balls are once again scattered to the wind to the far corners of the earth. And so is this the idea of, all right, well, Ulan got panties, but are we going to start this whole thing again? That's, you know, right away when you see this, you, I laughed. I'm not going to say you have to laugh, but I laughed just because of this huge idea of wishes and Ulan, maybe with the purest of wishes of them all, panties from a hot baby, gets them. He actually gets them. So all that going on, Pilaf is freaking out. You end up having Oolong looking at the panties, smiling. You do at this point think Yamcha and Bulma and even Goku. Goku's just, again, just a simple, wholesome kid at one point. He's like, wow, a dragon. (laughs) Look at that. Uh, They're actually happy enough here. The idea of this is, oh, man, you know, the Dragon Balls, which that stinks. You even have the idea, you know, that they were a little upset, but when... Oolong saves the day, you have averted maybe, you know, a, a huge disaster, you know, a cataclysmic disaster. So, yeah, hey, we could still get the Dragon Balls, right? At least Lord Pilaf is not ruling the world. Now, I have not read ahead. I have not watched the anime at all. And I don't really look things up because I want this to be fresh. But at the point in this, I did hear there's some wackiness coming up. So I'm waiting for that. But boy, I wish we had a side story right now of what or maybe a vision of what the world would have looked like under the rule, under the iron fist of Lord Pilaf. Because if you remember, Lord Pilaf almost plays off like Goku a lot in a wholesomeness deal. Yeah, he wants to rule the world. He wants to do that stuff. But he's not sus like the others. He thought blowing a kiss to Bulma was like, oh, my God, I'm going to shame her with that. Can can you imagine I blow a kiss to her? Oh, my goodness. So I would have liked to have seen the idea of what he thought the world. I get the idea. It might have been cool. It might have been very nice. But in that, they end up saying, okay, and here's the thing. Remember, Bulma was lying all the time to Goku. And the idea, yeah, you'll get your Dragon Ball at the end. She knew this would happen and actually says here, this is what happens. They always scatter. That's the rules. Goku is not putting one and two together here. He's just like, oh, man, like, we got to go get it. And in that, even Yamcha's still down with the idea of, oh, we'll just go and get the other Dragon Balls. That'll be fine. But it changes because we find out a rule. Now, in the meantime, Pilaf freaks out and he yells to Mei and Soba to go and grab Puar and Oolong and throw them in the prison. And even then... He puts him in a more tight, you know, prison here with metal walls. It does have glass on the top. It has a glass roof. And they think that, well, Goku thinks he can bust through with his head. And he ends up hurting himself. He's in concussion protocol. you got to watch that. Right? So he ends up doing it just to show that he can't break through. But they're stuck here. 
And then they find out the rules. Bulma knows the rules. She's the Dragon Ball kind of expert here and says, we can't go look for him now. Takes at least a year for them to kind of materialize back in the Dragon Balls. Right now, when they go off, they're just rocks and there's no way to track them, no way to find them. So this whole idea of going forward with that is that you got to wait a year. At one point, it's funny, too, because when she says this, and she's like, yeah, we're going to have to just sit around for a year and wait. Oolong breaks the fourth wall now and goes, man, this is going to be a real boring comic book. And that was pretty fun. I, I got a chuckle out of that because, okay, something's got to happen. And again, I heard wackiness ensues. I don't know what that is. But in this, you end up pretty much having like a reiteration of what they wanted or what some of them wanted for these wishes. Because remember, Yamcha, he just wanted to not be nervous in front of the lady. And he's like, well, guess another year of being nervous with the ladies. Goku just wants Grandpa Ball back. You end up having this where one of the things that is funny, though, Oolong, he's content. He's now wearing the panties like they're a hat. So that's always cool. Bulma's going to have to wait for her boyfriend for a year as well. And as they're sitting in this prison, you end up having Lord Pilaf, who's still mad. Again, I said, the least sus of them, though. He ends up telling them, like an evil, like a Dr. Evil even, would tell, you know, the chapter, a James Bond villain, what exactly he has planned for them. And what he has planned for them, get this, I mean, this is evil. It gets hot around, you know, mid-afternoon, and the the sun's going to come through that glass up there, and it's going to get you all hot and bothered. That's it. That's his plan. Now, of course, in a book like this, this, that has... Huge repercussions for Bulma, who starts yelling, oh, no, my skin. I'm going to end up being a mummy, and I don't have my you know skin routine going right now. It's real trouble. Again, you end up where Yamcha's just yelling, you fiendish devil, you. Oolong's just sitting there, and he's like, eh, whatever. And then even that, you end up having Pilaf talking about, like, you're going to die. Bulma's freaking out, and there is Oolong with panties on head like hat, and says, oh, you're not going to go quiet, are you, you shatterbuck? And so you have all that going down. They're all freaking out, more freaking out about the concept of it than it actually happening. And so you go down the line where Bulma yells, oh, no, I'm too young to be a mummy. You end up having Oolong, who it seems the panties have left his head, says, I'm too young to be Porkros. You end up having Yamcha's the best. He's a bit of a, a gem. Oh, my dreams of marriage. You end up where Puar, he's got to take a leak. And then you have Goku says, I'm hungry. And there's a little out here. Now, maybe or may not. I don't know. But remember, Goku, when he's hungry, he's not as powerful. And he, yeah, he tried to leap and smash the shatterproof glass. But maybe that's the out. If he does get something to eat, he is, you know, a lot more strong and things like that. So. Maybe the case will be, but you end up with a narration at the end that says, just when all seems lost, that's when the miracles occur. But what could possibly happen here? I just keep remembering being told of the shenanigans and, and, you know, all that. When you hear Mira, I'm like, okay, let's see. And I hear it gets wacky. Uh, But it says, next, my ape is up. So we'll have to see how this is. This is a good chapter, but for a deal of, Oh my god, the Dragon Balls, we waited this long, and not even that long, actually, and got them. 
it, it, it doesn't get me upset how this plays out because you, you want to continue the book. But even so, it's it's very quick. Oolong's parts are, are funny, but the rest of them are just yelling stuff in a cell. So I can't go so high in this. Uh, so I'm going to go 8.8. 8.8 out of 10 for this. And I'm going to see, uh, obviously, the big play is, okay, let's see what the you know mission statement is to continue in this year of no Dragon Balls. What are we going to do? So I hope we start seeing that right away next chapter so thanks everybody for listening i hope you enjoyed it and i see i'm i'm pretty happy with the idea that it looks like some people are listening to this podcast i was worried when clay couldn't continue on with me i was worried that me doing it by myself would end up turning some people off that's just me i'm very sensitive fella (laughs) i get worried uh like that so thanks everybody i i really mean it thanks for listening i really do appreciate that now if you would like to say, talk to me or Luke or see what we're up to, whatever, you can go to Twitter and follow us at Weird Manga. And if you do, we'll follow you right on back. And also, if you want to show a little more love, and I'm telling you, it's everybody's already doing enough. But if you want to go to our Patreon and support us for our podcast, not just this Dragon Ball one, but all our other reading clubs. And I'll go through them in case people aren't aware that we end up having seven total reading clubs including this dragon ball one and i'll go starting on a monday you can kind of figure it out and on monday it is spy family but then we end up going through my hero academia then we have demon slayer jujitsu kaisen chainsaw man death note and then obviously on sundays we're close to it we have our dragon ball reading club that you're listening to right now also on the patreon and also on our plethora of podcast we have a manga monday show and also a weekly manga review show the very weekly manga review show on wednesday so these are all the things we do there are clickable links in the show notes where you can just click on and go and see what these things are maybe subscribe to them there do all that stuff that's what that's what they say right do all that stuff but in that i'm gonna get going thanks everybody once again i'll be back next week with the next chapter my ape is up we're gonna see and what the heck we're going to be doing going forward. So I hope that that is going to be something cool. But I will see everybody next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.